Jazz and Shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Had something scary happen to me this morning as I was coming into work. I um. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, not really scary. Weird. Different. Okay. So we come in really early. It's early right now, mm-hmm. but we come in really early because yeah. we've got prep. Believe it or not, we actually prepare for the show. I know it's hard <laughs> to believe, but yes. Anyway, so it's dark outside, and when I pulled into the parking lot this morning, there was a car that I did not recognize. Mm, that's always scary. Yeah, it's. I'm always on alert when yep. I see because you're used to seeing the same exact things every uh-huh. day, and and when nobody's with you. You have to be aware of your surroundings, right? For sure. So this car, I'm looking at it, and it's moving a little bit. Hmm. And I'm like, what is going on? So I, I creep over to see what's going on. There's a guy and a girl getting it on inside the car. I mean, What? And I mean getting it on, getting it on, like all the way getting it on. Totally in the buff. At like 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yes. Yes. I try to oh quickly. Oh my gosh. I quickly just kind of turn and I'm headed towards the door, which yeah. we go in the back door. Mm-hmm. And so, which makes sense why they're back there. They're thinking nobody's going to be yeah, back in this parking course. lot over here. And the guy rolls his window down and shouts out, Are you going to call the cops? What? <laughs> and I said, No. Oh <laughs> man, I get in like 20, 30 minutes later than Rick. Yeah. Uh, I think I need to show up a little bit earlier. <laughs> oh, you missed out I'm on the action. You wanted action. to see that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You really missed out. I don't think I've ever come up on something like that before. Mm, I haven't, it's no. A first for me. Mm-hmm. Relationship green flags, not red flags. Mm-mm. Green flags. Relationship red flags are trouble signs, right? Oh, yeah. So what are some green flags that signaled you had found the one can you think of anything that that a guy would do? That I'd go, be like, yes, this is it. That's the guy. Uh, if you can't, that's okay. I'll throw not some off of the top of my head. There. Not right now. I'll throw a simple one out there. How about uh, opening the car door? See, that would be a red flag for me. Not a red flag. Red flag. I'm He's weird. He's being nice. He's being a gentleman. I don't like that classic old school romance stuff. You want him to be uh, just, like mentally abusive and... No, and don't go the opposite <laughs> direction. I just... I don't know how to handle romance like that. Like, I don't know how to handle if a guy gave me a teddy bear and a box of chocolates or... What about if a guy puts the coat down over a puddle yeah, and you mm, walk over See, that? I don't know how to handle that. You see that, that in the movies. Does anybody really do that? I don't think so. I'm not doing that. That's a good coat. You're going to let it ruin yeah. that? Just walk around the puddle. I mean, the car it's door... It's not that hard. fine, but I don't want you to like pull my chair out at the restaurant or things like that. All right. These are relationship green flags. Here's what our listeners said online at Rick and Carly. Chelsea Mint says... My husband will go out of his way to help anyone. Oh. Whether a friend at 3 a.m. or a stranger broken down mm-hmm. on the side of the road, he will pay for the meal of the person yeah. behind him in a fast food line. Yes. Just to make that person's day. Mm-hmm. He's also a very hands-on dad, even when he's had a long day and he's exhausted. Oh, I love that. Boy, that's a keeper, huh? Yeah. I just thought of a green flag. Yeah. A guy that's handy around the house. Oh, Yes. I know. That's why you... Fix things, build me things. That's why you locked me in. Yeah. (laughs) 
You're the least handyman I've ever met. Why did you say that? To bother me? No, I just, I mean, that would be a good thing. That's not truly a green flag for you. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't have that. I know, I love you anyway, but (laughs) be nice if you did. Okay, Brenda Whitney says, when I was pregnant... I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning with the worst heartburn, no relief anywhere in the house. My husband, who was then my boyfriend, drove 10 miles round trip in 20 degrees using our only transportation, a motorcycle, Mm -hmm. in the snow Mm -hmm. to get me some Tums. I love it. That's totally a green flag. That's a green flag, huh? Yeah. Jazzy Mabelie says he always texts or calls when he gets off work or when he gets home after leaving my house. Aww. I never wonder where he is or what he's doing, and I never have to ask. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I, I don't really do that either. No. I'm gone for hours. Yep. And he's, he's like, it's none of your business. <laughs> I do I might, not say that. This is one of Rick. I have never said it's is, none of your business. No, but this is one of your lines. So dumb. Rick always says this. What? I'm my own person, or you're your own person. I don't say that in that situation. Like, if we're having a discussion about it, uh-huh. we may say, yes, you're your own person, or I'm my own person. We yeah. trust each other. We can go do something. I can go buy a hamburger without having somebody hound me about yeah. where were you for, for 15 minutes. Well, I right. went and bought a Big Mac. Yeah. I was hungry. I I'm my own person, okay? No. No, I don't say it like that. No? No. Oh. No. I remember one of my daughter's friends who uh-huh. believed in, uh, she believed in waiting until you're married. Yeah. So her and her boyfriend went on this trip and he offered to sleep in the car. She said, yes, go sleep in the car. Ugh. He did. Every night he slept in the car. Ugh. And they're married now. So it worked out. But he was, you know, for her, that was important. That's a big sacrifice. He knew that was important. It's, you know how miserable it is sleeping in a car? It's awful. Yeah. When you're young, you can kind of handle it, I guess. Man, that's that's bad stuff. Mm -hmm. There you have it, ladies. Some green flags. There's there's some good guys out there, huh? Yeah. Including you. Including me. Even though you're not handy. I don't even think we said one good thing about me, but there's something. I'm trying to think of one. (laughs) You can't think of it? I'm sure I'll find something. We'll circle around and get back okay. to that. Okay. Can you keep a secret? Rick and Carly in the morning. Madison's a liar. Mm. <laughs> Madison, dang it. You lied to your boyfriend, Jake, about how old you are. So are you actually older than what you told him or younger than what you told him? I'm younger than what I told him. All right. And uh, how old did you say you were? I told him I was 25. Okay. And how old are you? Barely 20. Okay. Okay. And why (laughs) did you lie? Well, when we met, I just thought that if he realized how young I was, he wouldn't even think about dating me. And then it kind of just ran from there. Because when, I mean, we've been dating for a while now. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't expect it to go this far. Okay. How old is Jake? Jake is 30. Wow. Okay. It's okay. a fairly big difference. When you're younger, that's yeah. more of a difference, I think, than when you get when older. When you get older, but... Carly and I are nine years apart. We're married, by yeah. the way. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, let's call Jake. You're, are you a little nervous about telling him? I am. A real, I am. I'm really nervous. I, I think, we, you know, we've had a dating for a while. We've been out, and we've even been to bars and to casinos oh, and stuff. Gosh. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, and they didn't and card you? Nobody carded me, oh and boy. so I think oh. you'll be shocked. You're really lucky. Okay. Hello? Hi, is this Jake? Yeah, this is Jake. Who's this? Uh, this is Carly. My partner Rick is actually on the line as well. We do a morning show on the radio, hello, Jake. Hello, Jake. Good morning. Oh, uh, hello, guys. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, the reason that we're calling you, Jake, is your girlfriend, Madison, reached out to us. And she wants to have a conversation with you, but... Well, she needs some emotional oh. support. So. <laughs> God, you make it sound so to, bad. I'm trying to. I mean, it's, it's Madison, save us, please. Seriously, jump in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Jake. Hey, uh, is everything all right? Yeah, I just I've kind of been keeping a secret, or I've lied to you, and I feel like it's time to kind of come clean. Okay. Well, what's it about? Um, it's nothing really serious. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but you need to know there's, um, there, there's a little bit of a, an age gap. I'm not exactly what I told you I was. Um, I mean, you're over 18 and over 21, right? Well, um, I'm over 18. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm not okay. really 25. <laughs> so, how old are you then? Um, I will be 20 in a few months. <laughs> oh. Oh, so you're 19. Oh. 19. I didn't even okay. realize that. Almost okay, almost 20. Almost 20. Yes. <clears throat> Which you so, say, Madison, you say that's not serious. I think it is a little bit. Because he's... Well, but she explained to us, Rick, and I mean, I'm just trying to see both sides of things. She told us, Jake, that, you know, when you met, it was kind of not something that she thought would go as far as it has gone. And she didn't think you'd be interested in her because there's a, a, a big age gap. Is that a... Uh, does that make a difference to you at all, Jake? Yeah, I mean, I was taking this girl... You know, to bars. I've been going out oh, to casinos right. with her. Yeah, you know, yeah. Th- th- we've had a whole relationship around us being adults. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. so, what does that mean? So, what do you think? Well, I mean, I mean, Madison, you 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 want to go out with Jake, right? You want him to be your boyfriend. Absolutely. I think we have a good relationship, and I think we can continue forward. That's why I wanted to tell him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, not yeah. later when I'm carded at a random casino. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. that would be bad. What do you think, Jake? Did it, well, yeah, I, I probably would have cared a little bit more or wouldn't have cared this much had she just told me right from the beginning. Right. It's not about the age gap issue. It's just about being truthful and honest. So yeah, I, I think we're going to need to talk a little bit more about this at home. Yeah, sure. for sure. sure. For yeah. sure. All right. No alcohol, okay? <laughs> More gambling. More gambling. Okay, Madison? Yeah, well, I mean, at least I'm over 18. That's true. That's a positive. That is a positive. That's a big positive. Yeah. Whew. Okay. There's never a shortage of drama in Hollywood. Time for Rick and Carly's showbiz buzz. Rolling Stone has put together a list of the 50 worst decisions in movie history. thought we'd just kind of go over the top five. 
Mm-hmm. So Matt Damon turned down Avatar, including mm-hmm. 10% of the back end. So if he would have made oh that deal. Oh my gosh, and that made a lot of movies. The original made a ton. He would have made $250 million. Wow. And he turned it down. Oh, so he was going to be the main character then, that guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. I mean, that's damaged Will Smith to this day. Do you think that's ruined his career? Like from now on out, or do you think people eventually are gonna I think it's forgive and forget? Tainted his career. Yeah. I don't know if it's ruined it. Have you seen him in anything big since then? No. I mean the movie industry's changed going True. through COVID and yeah. so it's it's hard to tell sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll mm. see long term. Uh, coming in at number three, Blockbuster turning down an offer to buy Netflix for fifty million dollars. I saw I saw something yeah. about that on TV oh, at one point. Gosh, just Makes you sick, right? Because they were the big dog on campus. Netflix was like this little thing that Mm -hmm. was doing nothing. Yeah. They said, we don't need you. They destroyed Blockbuster. Completely destroyed (laughs) Blockbuster. Uh, Burt Reynolds, he's turned down a ton of stuff. James Bond, The Godfather. Mm, Wow. Star Wars, Pretty Woman. What? Yeah. Wow. He was going to be the lead in that movie. They wanted him. And then one flew over the cuckoo's nest. My gosh, those were all massive hits. Yeah, turned them all down. Uh, coming in at number one, and keep in mind, there's the different times, but the top spot went to the 1956 movie, The Conqueror. Mm. Not only did it star John Wayne as an Asian warlord, which he was obviously not Asian. <laughs> He's like the opposite of that. Exactly. Wow. They also filmed it at a nuclear testing site. 41% <laughs> of the crew ended up getting cancer. Oh my gosh. 21% died from that cancer, including John Wayne. Oh. Yeah. He, that's how he died? That's how he died. Mm-hmm. No way. I mean, they can't prove that that is where sure. he got the cancer from. But yeah, they're wow. pretty sure. Someone recreated Shrek's swamp in the Scottish Highlands, and now you can rent it out for a three-night stay in October. Okay. Airbnb offering it for a two-night stay for up to three guests from October from October 27th to the 29th. Booking opens October 13th, and you can relax by earwax candlelight. Enjoy a nice parfait. In the morning, you get waffles. Wow. Uh, the only downside is you have to book and pay for your own travel to and from Scotland. But is it expensive? Stuff. Well, I guess if it's in Scotland, that's going to yeah, be pricey Yeah, I mean, your flight's going to be pricey. Yeah. Ever since Barbie came out, there's been a trend on TikTok of adults filming themselves, picking out and buying Barbie dolls. It's basically for uh, emotional support and to fulfill their inner child. People are also buying them for loved ones who might not have had one as a kid. And according to a psychology professor, this is a good thing. It can have a positive effect on our mental health. Have you heard of the girlfriend effect? The girlfriend effect? Yes. I have no idea what that is. This is a very realistic thing. People are buzzing about it on social media. And the idea is that guys look hotter when they're taken. We do? Yes. Yeah, we do. Do you know why? Because there's an aura about us. There's Because we have confidence... We're not trying so hard. No, it's because your woman is helping you with fashion and grooming. (laughs) Is that it? Mm -hmm. Before your woman, you were a big old mess. And then you get with her and it's like, whoa. So we were okay when mommy was dressing us. And then we were okay now with our girlfriend or our wife dressing us. But in between there, 
We no. had some struggles, some issues, huh? Case in point, <laughs> when I met my now ex-husband, oh, I looked at him and I was like, you know, he has potential, but uh-huh. he he dressed like a dork, you know, and his hair was bad. So I had him shave his arms oh, gosh. and he wax was your his little project. chest. It's like he's a pet. Yeah, I, I put highlights in his hair. You changed the whole thing. I bought all new clothes. And he went along with this? He waxed his chest and shaved his arms <laughs> and dyed his hair, but he wouldn't wear the clothes. They just <sighs> were shoved to the back of his closet. You wanted to change him. I'm shocked that that wedding and that that marriage didn't work I out. I know. How is that even possible? Total shocker. <laughs> but there was a bit of the girlfriend effect going right. on or he, an attempt. He was looking better, wasn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. moral of the story, if mm. you were a man... And your girlfriend is trying to help you with fashion yeah, and wh- grooming. What are we supposed to do about that? Take her up on it. We make you look better. <laughs> Listen to your woman, guys. Listen to your woman. The girlfriend effect is what this is called. Huh? Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is the season for candy. Halloween around the corner. Mm, yummy, yummy. I've discovered that there is one candy that can solve a lot of adult problems. <laughs> How so? Well, you want to know what the candy is? Can I take a guess? Sure. Uh, Something with Reese's, peanut butter and chocolate. Nope. It's not? Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. I do like those. I do too. Yeah. But that's one of those things where, you know, you either love it or you hate it. True. There's a lot of haters too. You might like them even if you're a hater when you realize that Sour Patch Kids can help when you're cramping up. Oh, physically, literally, it can help you, huh? Yeah. Feel better. They say that extremely sour foods trigger a specific set of receptors in your body that stop cramps. Huh. So maybe you've heard of drinking pickle juice to cure cramps? I have, yeah. Kind of the same thing. Wow. Sour Patch Kids can also help with panic attacks. So if you feel a panic attack coming on, you horse down some Sour Patch Kids, it'll give you an intense sensory experience, and that can kind of break you out of that downward spiral. So that's an excuse. If you want to eat a whole bag of Sour Patch Kids, mm-hmm. somebody's like, what are you doing? Like your wife is, hey, it's not, hey, you talk to her about like, this. I'm about to have a panic attack here. Yeah, this could Could you give me, me the other bag too, please? I'm this claust- could save my life. I'm claustrophobic <laughs> and I haven't really known what to do about it. This is true, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we should keep some Sour Patch Kids around the house. And then when I feel like I can't get out. Just, just jam them in your mouth. Come on. Yeah, you'll be okay. <laughs> Eat the Sour Patch Kids. I'll just shove them in there. (laughs) Yeah. One more thing that Sour Patch Kids can help with, Uh, tough workouts. So mm. if you find yourself going to the gym and then you get there and you're like, oh, I just really have the energy to do this. Or maybe you get like halfway through your workout and you're just like, I can't finish. Mm -hmm. High sugar candies like Sour Patch Kids are a good way to get some fast carbs into your system and they'll Mm. give you a little boost. Also, it's kind of like cramping up. I mean, working out, the yeah. same type of thing. Your sure. muscles are tensing up. Uh-huh. And so if it's helping the cramps, it probably helped that kind of thing too, huh? Exactly. Wow, we need to get us a big pile of Sour Patch Kids. We sure do. <laughs> Sounds good. Sour Patch Kids to the rescue. Time to turn up the fun. He said, she said, with Rick and Carly in the morning.
Uh, hello, good morning. Thank you for waking up with us. Sean Peabody, our producer, is ready to fire off another question. Carly, are you? Uh, you always get a little nervous mm. before he throws that out, don't you? I don't know what's coming at me, so uh, a little bit. You know, with this next question I have for you guys this morning, this this question here, man, I have my own answer. Mm-hmm. Oh. I want to hear how you guys answer okay. this. Okay, and then you tell us how you. And I'll tell you how I'll okay. answer. Okay, when when you do something wrong, mm-hmm. is making love considered an apology or do you have to hear the words I'm sorry I have to hear the words I'm sorry Rick is the king of this he thinks that is the answer like if I'm in a bad mood or we get into an argument he thinks that is the answer like it's going to fix things and it's not that is the ultimate I'm sorry is it yes I I feel like that's a selfish thing it's not the selfish thing I'm giving myself to you that is a blessing for you Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just sounds. That just sounds so, so wrong. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with Carly. You with think that. you have to say I'm sorry? I, I think it's because it's dealing with a certain, like a, a specific instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, I need to hear the words. I need just just having you know just making love and saying okay, that's what's going to do. It means that we didn't talk about it. Exactly. We didn't say anything about it. Yes. We didn't. We didn't come to a conclusion. You're sweeping it under and then, the rug. And, at that and point. then it's like okay, every time. That we make love. What's what does that mean? That you're apologizing every mm-hmm. single time. Well, yeah. and I found myself when that happens. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm always doing something wrong, yeah. so I'm always having to apologize. So the more I do something wrong, the more I give of myself. Oh, gosh, <laughs> you poor thing, giving of yourself. <laughs> I know it is a sacrifice, oh, but I'm stop willing. It. <laughs> I am willing to make it. It's okay. Uh-huh. I'll say this: when that has happened, and I've just been like, okay, this is his way of making men's here. I find myself still angry afterwards, and so it doesn't solve anything. we'll do it again. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What if the apology comes within the middle? Of making it's love. not oh, genuine. It's not genuine? No, I don't believe it. You can't that's believe like it. saying I love like you. Like right in the middle of it, you just look them in yeah. the face and that's say, not, I am so sorry for no. what I did. So are you saying I don't mean it when I say I love you in the no, middle of I it? No, I mean like that's like going on a date with a guy and it goes there and and then, you yeah. know, you're not like really serious. I actually agree. I think okay. you need to say I'm sorry. Thank and you. The other stuff is bonus for both parties. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? Right. <laughs> the cherry on top. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, she said. 33-year-old Eric called the cops and said that someone stole 10 bucks from him. So when cops got there, he was holding 11 small bags of pot. (laughs) And he's like, look, officers, I was selling weed. Someone ran off with 10 bucks. Uh That's not cool. No, it's not. They searched his wallet, also found two small bags of cocaine. Uh So now he's been charged with drug distribution and possession. I think they it's didn't funny. go after the guy with the 10 bucks. It's funny how the cops, they play it real coy for a while. They, yeah. they act like, They're okay. Like, oh, man, know, that's is, so sad. Yeah, we're really, uh, you know, let's see if we can get this. Yeah. What else you got? Can you open your wallet there? Oh, well, I just have a little bit of cocaine oh, here. No big more. deal. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, that guy stole from me. And then they spring it on him, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are under arrest, sir. What your car smell like? Mm. <sighs> Take a big whiff if you're driving into work right now. It's not very good. <laughs> Most cars don't smell very good, do they? Mm-mm. No. I spilled a cherry slushy in my car yesterday, and now it smells like cherry. Oh, I don't think that's the worst. I remember one time 
something was left in my vehicle and it started to rot, but I couldn't find what it oh, was yeah. or where it was. That's so when it gets really bad, huh? You couldn't even drive the vehicle without the windows completely rolled down. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it smelled like death. It did. And finally, I found the item. I still don't know what it was, but it had completely rotted and molded into this like just ball of rot. <laughs> So you couldn't even tell what it was? No, it was completely unidentified. How long was it before you found that item in your car? A couple months. Oh, gosh. And it was in the summertime. Oh. It's bad. So it cleared up once you got rid of that thing? It took a few weeks, but yeah. <laughs> We're going to go online to at Rick and Carly and see what you guys say your car smells like. Jacqueline says, I used to work valet and I smelled everything from trash to Mary Jane. There was a lot of things in the car. That's interesting because half the reason I don't use valet is because I feel like my car is not clean enough or good enough. So it it surprises me that people would use valet even with junk in their car. They don't care. Guess not. Sometimes you don't have a choice depending on where you're at or where you go. Uh, Brittany says, try dog throw up. Oh, gosh. I cleaned it so well, but it stunk for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I can top that. I had a cat that peed in my mom's car one time, and she could never get rid of that smell. She had to sell the car. It's like the uh, Seinfeld thing when he had the... St- I can't remember what the stink was, but oh, he had I to sell his car. I didn't see that one. Uh, Asia, I brought a crab boil in my passenger seat and a bunch of the juice spilled into it, so mm. you can imagine what that smells like. That sounds nasty. Fish in a car, not a good combo. Ugh. Terry says, yes, I have a foul odor in my work truck. I left my boots and sweaty socks in it all weekend mm. with the windows rolled up. Bad. And Tish says, my car mostly smells like dead hopes and dreams. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Police responded to a suspicious incident where someone rang a doorbell and then hid in the bushes. Yeah, it's called doorbell ditching. Right. When officers arrived, they heard gunshots and saw someone crawling in the foliage. What? Yep. They grabbed the guy, found out he was a 63-year-old man named Gary who lived nearby, He told the cops that there were, quote, intruders in his home, and he'd exchanged gunfire with them. He's crazy then, huh? Turns out Gary was just super drunk. Oh. There were no intruders. And was he the one doorbell ditching the the neighbors? And firing the rounds. He's 63 years old, and he's running around Mm -hmm. doorbell ditching. And shooting at phantom intruders, so (laughs) fortunately no one was hurt. Good. Gary was charged with gross negligence and discharge of a firearm. I have... 4,132 unopened emails in my inbox. <laughs> you look like you're proud of that. Part of me is. <laughs> you I don't know why. There Ugh. really are two types of people in the world, though. There are people like you. Everything's neat and tidy. You probably have zero unopened it emails. It gives me anxiety few. when I see that red thing there. That doesn't stress you out at all? Like no. there's something waiting. There's something pending. You got to at least check it out. I know that. of it is spam, so I just don't really care. You delete that and still Mm -mm. it cleans up your folder and it's organized and you can find I'm not the only person on the planet that lives life this way. You know that. So what do we do? We help. And I found some ways that you can get your email under control if you want to. (laughs) So this is for you and and the rest of everybody who has this problem. Yeah. If you want to change, here are some things that you can do. Uh You can sign up for browser extensions. There's a lot of different ones like unroll.me, lets you unscribe from several email lists at once. Are these free things that you're talking about? Not all of them. Not all of them. Okay. Sometimes it's worth the investment. Sure. 
Checker Plus lets you delete and respond to emails without even opening your email. I like that. Mm. Boomerang can remind you of important messages you still need to respond to. I thought boomerang was when you take a video and it just that's goes a back different and boomerang. forth. Back and forth. <laughs> that's like the old school boomerang. Yeah, that's oh, do different. people not do that anymore? I don't think so. I don't see it. Oh, okay. uh, you can respond to important messages when they come in. Just mm-hmm. get in the habit of doing that. That's I, the right way to go. I do that. It's the spam that I ignore. Hmm. You know. Are you sure you're not missing anything important? That's the problem. I, I would bet you out of that 4,000, whatever that number is, some of those are probably crucial, important probably. emails that you but should I, have opened I'm not going to comb through 4,000 emails. You should. You should no. start right now. I wonder how long that would take you. And you have to read so long. the whole thing, every single oh, one of gosh. them. Oh, gosh. take you at least two months. It's a nightmare. You can use the search <laughs> feature, so chances are you have several unread emails from the same sender, so... If you want to search, I don't know, a company or whatever, you can just easily delete all those at okay. once. Yeah. And then we all know this, and I try to do it from time to time, but it's a good it's a good habit to get into maybe quarterly, unscribe from lists. So at the bottom of every email, they yeah. have to have that option, unsubscribe. Sure. And then that will kind of free things up and not you won't get so much yeah, spam coming in. You should probably do that with your apps too on your phones. Lots of people have oh too gosh. many apps that I'm, they don't I am, use at all ever. I'm this way in every aspect of my life. Like on my phone as far as the tabs like the website oh, tabs. Oh there's a million of them up. 423 tabs currently open. Why do you never just exit out of one? Because I don't Because I feel that. like maybe I'll need it at some point. Then you just go back in. Nah I just like it right there. <laughs>